stop recording. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Welcome to the Bro C Bitch, your longest running OC rewatch podcast by bros for everyone. I'm your host, John Anderson. Joining me today, a man who only kisses women when he's upside down, Tyler Treese. <laughs> <laughs> that is all true. I got. I only kiss women upside down. They're right uh, side up though. It'd be weird if we were both upside down. That's a kink. That's too far for me. Um, and a bro who something about being locked in the mall with her ex, Ginny. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I I do not kiss women on the mouth. I feel Let's like workshop. we can. I feel like she would be bit. more upside down kissing because of the. Uh, you know, she, she's other hemisphere, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, also just really, I'm, also, I'm also just really short. So, you, you know. You guys must kiss people upside down. That's just that's just physics. Yeah. <laughs> it's polite. Yeah, I want to you know? workshop her superlative. It's like, what 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 would Ginny do in a mall? Uh, uh. <laughs> listen to back and play uh, roller hockey, obviously. Like, what Look, section, I'm not like, what section I'm not of like the department store would we, we find her in? Would she gravitate to? Um, Lingerie. No? I don't know. I feel like I would probably be in like the homeware section. I don't know why, but I'd be like really feeling up on some pots and pans. I fucking with a Dutch uh, with a Dutch oven. No, fuck you. No, no, you know like the La Crusettes, like where you uh-huh. the Dutch oven. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly what yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a okay, slow yeah, yeah. I'm a slow cooker kind of guy. This is not this is not like a fart joke. I'm fucking <laughs> You're like, I love ceramic homeware actually. That's what does it for me. <laughs> We yeah we are a variety of like pressure cooking slow cooking you know it's it's very big in suburbia right now you know we got an instant pot got a crock pot got that Dutch oven. Do you have an air fryer? Yeah, the the instant pot does air frying, which uh, wings are delicious out of it. They get actually get crispy. Um, That said, I almost started drinking right now, but today's the first day that I'm I'm trying like I, I had a week off my diet and. I gotta get back into it. So I think drinking was a bad idea. So you guys get me sober today. Oh no, um, this is gonna be terrible. Well, I mean, I'm on my meds, so that's not quite sober, but you know, gotta get that thyroid taken care of. <laughs> God. All right, so we're gonna get through a few episodes, two, maybe three episodes today. Um, first off, season two, episode fourteen, rainy day women. This is. Uh, possibly like you know one of the most famous episodes of the, the OC top three at least I mean we are on a banger run because the next one is also very memorable uh, Tyler can you hit me with that sweet sweet episode description for episode 14 a rainy day brings a flood of fears for Lindsay as she takes her DNA test in dark clouds over lovers Marissa and Alex meanwhile Seth races to keep summer from going to Italy with Zach Sandy winds up in close quarters with Rebecca and in hot water with Kirsten. And Julie learns more about her daughter than she can handle. <laughs> I like all the <laughs> allusions to wetness, but yeah. they should have been there should have they should have gotten like a little dirtier with those allusions to wetness. You reckon? Uh, like, just a, like, just a bit. Yeah, like they could have spoke about cuz Re- Rebecca is quite horny for Sandy, so I feel like they could have done something with that. She's splooshing around for Sandy Cohen. Disgusting. <laughs> Frothing from her loins for Sandy Cohen. No, 
No, like I'm a good. like a female horse in heat, just expelling pheromones wait, from wait, a giant <laughs> vagina. That's very specific. Wait, what do horses do when they're turned on? What what the fuck? Oh, okay. So, Ginny, uh, <laughs> okay. you might not know this about me, but uh, I spent the summer between uh, sophomore, I think sophomore and no, either yeah, I think this the summer between my my freshman and horses? sophomore, I spent it fucking horses. I, That's I why they call him Mr. Hands. <laughs> yeah i spent it on a ranch uh and so uh just when when mares female horses are in heat uh just disgusting things they do what just do like mean? like ugh, like they're shit like op- kind of like flaps and opens and closes and then what? stuff comes out of it um it's gross anyway like oh like a you know like a cougar like a human woman huh? that's that's what y'all do when you're ovulating Trust me, I have what? two kids. Is it? I mean, what? What? Okay, all right. I mean, Listen, okay. I'm a, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I don't know where I'm going. You're with like, I'm not a doctor, but I am an expert in horse vaginas. I am so, an amateur gynecologist. Oh, so here's another fun fact. Uh, they uh, um, to do a pregnancy, like to do a sonogram on a horse, um, they go in through the ass. Why? Okay. Uh, because that's like other, you wouldn't be able to get it if you were just like putting it on the outside of their belly. Uh, okay. so you ha- they have to go through the ass, and I've seen veterinarians past their shoulder. They make these gloves that go up to their shoulder, and I saw him still get his shirt covered in shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a fun summer. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun summer. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of summer, actually not speaking of summer, uh, I am like super fond of the. I thought I think the opening um, for this one is like super cute. It's like one of you know when when Seth and Ryan have like a really good bromance um, scenes. Like I, I appreciate that, even if we do know that you know Seth Cohen, bad person, started Gamergate, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, huge misogynist. I see a lot of myself in South Cohen now. I do too. I, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you started hating women started a couple years ago, yeah. it's just. Yeah. Um, nice. He has a lot of good points, you know. I'm just saying, like. Oh, yeah, he's like women don't deserve. Yeah, women don't saying, deserve rights. You're like hell really yeah. Was about ethics and games journalism, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> So speaking of like unethical people, uh, let's talk about the world's worst lawyer, Sandy Sanford Cohen. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, he's trying to patch things up with his wife, and <laughs> who, the like, who is a, a mega babe? Let's like, oh, like I feel like you could never mention Kirsten Cohen being hot enough, uh, and incredibly patient, uh, just a kind woman, uh, and. Of course, he takes the call from Rebecca, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be fucking leaving. Like, get out of here, bitch. Like, you're just <laughs> winning everything. Yeah, any thoughts on that, guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How are we supposed to talk about stuff? I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, it's real shitty that he's still clinging on to Rebecca here. And Kirsten was, like, finally reconciling with Sandy. She was, like... Starting to be okay with him, and then he gets that call, and she just she's out. She can't take it anymore. Uh, you know, she she tried being patient, and 
Sandy just keeps coming back to it is that he's betraying his wife's trust here. Yeah, even I mean it's even if it wasn't quite real cheating, but it was because he made out with made out with uh um what's her with Rebecca. Rebecca. Uh like the like this idea that he's doing this all for work and that he's because he's a lawyer is just everybody sees through this except for him. Like he believes his own bullshit. Which is like, it's interesting to see somebody just with a complete lack of self awareness like Sandy. Yeah, it's just, um, and like when he's like, oh, you know, don't actually go because I need to like work on your case and it's easy if you stay where you are. I'm just like, yeah, do it. All right. Like, cool uh, reasoning. N- now, you practice law at some point, Ginny. Um, yeah. And you, I don't remember whether you were a barrister or a, uh, what's the other thing? Solicitor. Um, yeah, so I, I was both. So, like, in New Zealand, you, you often end up doing both. So I did go to court like as a litigator. Yeah, yeah. Except, oh, yeah. Um, except I never got married. So, uh, and I also never fucked a terrorist that I am aware of. So, oh. you know. <laughs> the night is still <laughs> young, Ginny. Let's you also got to wear then that I'm awesome wig. Like, I am, still, I am still young. It is still possible to unintentionally fuck a hot terrorist, you know. Uh, unintentionally. Uh, Queen, we know you better than that. <laughs> like, like the fact that there is a terrorist would ever stop you. Yeah, it would not. It would and actually like it wouldn't actually be like I don't know, a feature, not a not a bug. <laughs> a feature, not a. You probably fucked like a cyber terrorist at the very least. Yeah. Maybe, maybe actually, that might be that might be right. I feel like if you work in netsec, you might be some kind of cyber terrorist. So that's highly possible. Yeah. Well, so, so next we roll into our like Marissa plot, and I feel like we you might also offer a unique perspective here. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. As Marissa is, p- is still pretending to be gay uh, to piss off her mom uh, by making out with Alex. When her mom has her back turned, and I gotta give props to uh, to to Julie on this one for for really pulling out the stops to try to be a cool mom. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's uh it's uh it's an experience. Like I, it was just a really really awkward like I mean, I've never been I've never like kissed a girl with my mom in the house and been like ooh oh no what if my mom you know figures out that I I'm gay. Shit, like what's going on? Nah, like it's just it was a very cute, weird scene for me to watch. But um, I just feel like the more I see the two of them together, the less convinced they are, the less convincing they are as a couple. Like yeah. over the course of the episodes, the more time I see of the two of them on screen, I'm like, is this anything? Is this happening? Like, are y'all fucking? Are y'all scissoring? Are y'all just watching straight porn in bed together? Like, what is going on in this situation here? I mean, this reminds me of that movie, The Kids Are Alright. You, you, you saw that, right? Uh, no. Did I? It just no. made Mark Ruffalo and... What's their name? Is Mark uh, Ruffalo a lesbian? Yeah. No, what's her name? Um, She has red hair. <laughs> She's not Susan Sarandon. Um, shit, this Ringwald? is going to kill me. No. Uh, Sigourney she, Weaver? She used to have... The, we went to the same allergist in New York. <laughs> shit. What? <laughs> the fuck? Oh, this is gonna drive what me a very specific... Yeah, I'm like, I don't know your allergist, bitch. I don't fucking know who that she is. Give me, just give me one second. She was Mary in Assassins with no. uh, Antonio Banderas. Julianne um, Moore? Yeah, Julianne Moore! She's in that. Okay. She's naked. Huh? Mm. She's naked. She's also like 60 years old, buddy. She looks great, dude. 
<laughs> and I mean, this movie was probably 10 years ago at this point, but then like it was wild because like I was thought like, well, what if I run into her at the hour just again? And I've recently seen her naked. Uh, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> nice. Uh, I didn't see her at the hour just again. <clears throat> okay, oh. so um, so what was the point of that story again? Because <laughs> I have seven interesting anecdotes, and that was number seven, so now I'm going to have to start repeating. How did that relate to... Uh, yeah, how did it relate to uh, the lesbian. Alex Oh, shit! Yeah, no, because she's in that movie. Lesbian? She's in that movie with, like, Diane Lane, and they're lesbians, and then nice. Mark Ruffalo shows up, because... Turns out they used his sperm, um, okay. and then oh, but their thing is they watch they watch straight porn. Uh, the the lesbians. Oh. Um, Great. Yeah. Oh yeah, Juliet Moore cheats on Diane Lane with, uh, with Mark Ruffalo. Oh. Um, Guess she wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know, Ginny. Back, I, I, actually, I was about to state a somewhat controversial theory about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's hear it, baby. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, I think it's like uh, no, but like I mean, it is really in women's best interest to to be gay, because uh, just statistically speaking, um, sure, we'll I'll kill you. We'll we'll, we'll murder you. <laughs> I mean, great. I'll use that one next time I'm at a bar. Like, murdered, hey, you know what? <laughs> I haven't murdered one woman yet. Congrats. Wait, you yet? <laughs> well, just giving myself some wiggle room, you know? Yeah, just like you haven't fucked a terrorist yet, Ginny. Yeah, that that I, I know, but I feel like fucking a terrorist isn't gonna directly kill anyone. But Tyler might like Tyler's directly implied that he was gonna kill someone. I feel like, I feel like, like some plausible deniability with my terrorist fucking. Like if I fist a terrorist, I'm not directly setting a bomb off in Afghanistan. Yeah, you, know? you might save a life by fucking a terrorist because, like, realistically. Like the pent up horniness is what turns them to killers. <laughs> You're like, just trying to imagine the ISIS recruitment brochure. Are you horny and single? And they're just like, well, yeah. I mean, I mean I've been I've been working on making uh, you know some homemade bombs, but I mean, it doesn't mean I'm gonna commit an act of the, terrorism. The, al- you know? the algorithm is gonna totally get us now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta say, back back onto the scene of the, the OC here, uh, even though I agree that they don't have any chemistry, uh, watching them make out was still hot, I must say. It's okay, but, like, you look at their kissing, and it's just, like... Yeah, there's no, like, it lacks, passion there. It lacks, yeah, it lacks anything, like, even resembling passion. It looks like... Yeah. Well, like that's my ideal person. relationship, like, fully devoid <laughs> of passion. To be honest, at this point, through the motions. too. <laughs> Ideally, like, I would like to, like, spend an hour and a half a day with my partner, maybe tops, or, like, a couple days a week. You live with your wife. <laughs> yeah. And we and we work, to, I mean, we, like, now we work 15 feet away from each other all day, too. So, uh, mm. although she is out, uh, which was a happy coincidence for recording a podcast in the middle of the day. Yeah, because imagine her being here when you were like, you know what, I wish I could only see my partner for an hour and a half a day. And she's looking <laughs> over like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, luckily, like, there, she's usually on calls, so I would have gotten away with it. Nice. Um, you guys even want to talk about the Ryan Lindsay plot? <laughs> like, it's so fucking lame. I'm just so just, over like, this. Doesn't he just climb into her house, basically? Soaking like, he wet. just gets all, like, wet, like a fucking rom-com, and he's like, oh, I'm here, baby. Like, and I mean, it's, it's fine. It's expected, I guess, you know? 
Um, I feel like the ongoing like Lindsay DNA drama is much more interesting, even though that's going fucking nowhere too. I don't like, I don't get why Chino is so afraid of, like, rain. Like, certainly he's walked in the rain before. He doesn't seem... Does he? Because he went over there soaking wet. Yeah, but he wouldn't leave and meet me, uh, meet uh, Seth outside first. They, yeah. were, they were doing the little walkie-talkie well, bullshit. Yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll walk in the rain for pussy, but not, not for bagels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I filmed there. Um, yeah, but yeah. The whole the whole thing with Lindsay is that she's thinking about going to Chicago, which does not seem like a great call. <laughs> yeah, what's up with what's up with like these like women leaving go? the show to go to like terrible like midwestern industrial yeah, city? First Pittsburgh, now Chicago. Girls, you got better places to be. Yeah. Do they? They're like teenagers. They like they move at the whims of their parents, basically. They seem to have a lot more agency than they necessarily should. Oh, that's true. All those trips overseas and shit. I'm like, hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like. I gotta say, like, uh, so for the last episode, I used uh, for one of the like key images on the blog post. I used a picture of uh, Lindsay ugly crying. Um, I say Aww. ugly crying because that's what it looks like when I cry like that. But like she actually, <clears throat> she was like, like sexy, most ugly women crying. look super super hot when she's just like really upset. <laughs> like the only thing that could have made it better is and back me up on this one, Jenny. Like some running. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> if you, I was gonna say the connoisseur is in the house, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, it's like now that you've been crying, you yeah. are super hot. <laughs> like, yeah, I just feel like you know it's like when you see someone who's sad, you like it normally. It's meant to activate like a care for like like a response to your body that's like I want to care for them, you know. And like with, I with do, my dick, like, with my genitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wrap my. Well, I guess you you, you know that works better for a girl, but yeah. um, envelop you in my warmth. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very classy way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to <laughs> give you the make the next forty or fifty seconds of your life really pleasant. <laughs> that, that's being very generous. Forty or fifty. Come seconds. on, give me a little credit here. That way, you get to cry afterwards too. It's you know, join in. Yeah, oh, it's man. solidarity. It's solidarity. That way, you're both emotionally connecting because you're both traumatized by the same event. It's great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> I was just completely unrelated. Tyler, do you plug this podcast on your on your other podcast? I haven't, but I, I will start now. <laughs> I would like a Patreon. Just to, if I could just pay for the website every year, that would be great. Because uh, I'm an idiot. I've kept that thing up for like three years, four years for some reason. Just, well, I guess it's not that much money. We, hey, we average one episode per year lately so we're really killing it we're this year. crushing it lately um plus like i'll actually get these up faster that's what it helps that out. you stopped caring about like quality and <laughs> editing oh yeah i did pull it i did pull a gif for the last one so that was like that was big shit and yeah. i decided at the end of season three i will i i i think we'll go big on the end of season three what um, do you mean go big I, I've I have plans. I mean, it's years from now at this rate, but I think that I think that like 
Well, I think it's kind of interesting that when we get there, we have to really treat that as like the end of the series. And then um, like the season four is kind of like end of Evangelion. You know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's it's definitely an alternate universe, like using the same characters in a different setting and stuff like that. I'm so excited. Like the only anime I like. You need to just keep <laughs> that that reference in there. Um <clears throat> all right, where were we? So summer's we were, going um, yeah. Summer's gonna go to Europe, to France or something. Wait, where where's she going? Italy, yeah. Italy. That's right. My brain was like somewhere in the European Union. I was like some nondescript country full of other white people. Uh, we call on Italians white people here. <laughs> Are they not? I mean, I don't know. I think we I think they, like in this country they were only considered only considered white people after like World War II. Do you consider Irish people white? Uh, I mean, they really want to be slaves. Like, they are the whitest of, of the white. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, I just loved seeing Conor McGregor get killed this weekend. That was it's so really funny. Like, oh, it's so good. He was so punch drunk too. Oh. See, I couldn't tell. a regular inter- drunk, like a regular See, Irish. In his post-fight interview, I couldn't tell if he was like punch drunk or Irish. You know, it was so hard to tell. <laughs> I posted that in my work chat. Nice. Didn't get any laughs. I was like, wow, rough crowd. Yeah, it's like uh, weak. Um, yeah. She, like they need to if they're really broken up they need to stop walking into each other's house you know yeah well he, he wanted to tell her about the electrical adapter for your wait wasn't yeah. he also wearing a spy wasn't he also wearing a spider-man mask <laughs> yes so he wouldn't get wet yeah get i was hair. like so i was funny. like what the fuck is this like and he was completely wet already I think you mentioned this last episode john but she was like hey are you gonna advance the plot or no and he's like uh oh, no <laughs> uh so the um the other thing is like Lindsay and ryan are making out and looks like ryan's about to get him some and then they start talking about her problems again Mm. which come on well he wanted to get that dna test done so he could get you know some dna yeah give her a dna sample yeah (laughs) hey hell yeah (laughs) You'd be like, come in her? Is that what the joke is? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what it, yeah. Just want to just want to like really clarify. Cool, 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 cool. Like in her, on her, somewhere. It's like somewhere and like within like a five foot radius of her, just somewhere in her room, you know. In the ge- just, yeah. Just so no like biggie. something that could be found later via blacklight. Um <laughs> For a change of pace, it looks like Julie and Kirsten are really bonding, uh, smoking cigars and drinking liquor indoors, which is just disgusting. Like, imagine having cigar smell in your office. It's very upsetting to me. It was a different time, man, the early 2000s, mid-2000s. Yeah. Dude, I I smoked inside in, like, several of my early apartments. It was, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know how anyone would come in my house. But then again, like we all smoked, I guess. So, mm. ugh, so nasty. Um, all right. What's next? What's next, Tyler? Well, Sandy and Rebecca have met, and there's this amazing point where uh, she's like, "I don't want to cost you your marriage," and he's like, "Oh, this has nothing to do with my marriage." 
Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Clear yeah. amnesty deal, all right? Ah. She really wants to cause. She wants to ruin his marriage. She's like, "Hey, this is thing that your wife," and he's like, "I got one. What's a wife? I don't know what the fuck a wife is. Basically, is what he's doing." Um, yeah, and then um, let's see. Did we skip over the part where uh, Marissa tells her her mom she's gay? Oh yeah, that was that after they made out, right? She was like, she's oh, dating mom, a woman. Yeah. She's sleeping over because. I'm a lesbian, and I'm like, this is way too early. It's like in my head, I was like, we don't claim you, bitch. Like we good. Like we don't need. <laughs> like, we don't want her either. She's no like, I'm a lesbian, and I'm like, I'm like hard pass. Actually, knock knock. Someone take this bitch back to the store. Like it's not working out for <laughs> me. I'm not believing it. So. Damn, way harsh, Jenny, but like <laughs> deserved. Absolutely oh, deserved. There's um, also a pretty funny part when Julie and uh, Kirsten are hanging out where Kirsten brings out that she might be getting a divorce. And Julie's like, no, you guys can't get divorced. You're supposed to be the ones that have their lives together. Oh, rip. Big rip. For, for now. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Sandy sitting on the floor in a cheap motel with Rebecca eating ding-dongs and uh, Andy Cap's uh, hot fries. Mm. Who's it that like survives on those? Is that Young Thug, like only yeah, eats... Young Thug, yeah, yeah, Young Thug. Seriously, well, he doesn't I eat mean... real food. He he only eats like snacks, yeah, like gas station food. Which I mean, in, in fairness, Plank Power. only eats food from gas stations as well. That's true. That's very so, true. Th- I'm not wrong, right? Sheets is a gas station. Yes. Are right, you guys gonna keep this episode going? I got cold cell. A convenience store, if you will. <laughs> Okay, so. so they're enjoying convenience store cuisine together, talking about uh, getting divorced. Um, don't they also don't they also talk about like um, fucking um, about about Marissa being gay, and then and then Julie's like, "Ooh, I did that shit too when I was a kid or something." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "All right, well, do you cool. claim her?" No, uh, I, uh, I mean. Uh, I mean, she's a MILF. I mean, yeah, but, like, I mean, MILFs are not, like, MILFs are hot to look at, but very few MILFs are, like, fuckable. Like, your chance of fucking another, your chance of fucking a MILF as a lesbian isn't super high. Mm. So, like, MILFs are, like, aspirationally hot. Like, I want to look at a MILF, and I'm, like, am I just going to look at Julie? Yeah, you know, I'll claim that shit. But am I going to get to put my hand in her? Probably not. In her. Yeah, like, a, you know, like, you know, have you always wanted to, you know, control a Muppet, you know? I've thought about that. <laughs> oh, I'm learning a lot today. Anyway, yes. sex, anyway, sex is about romance, guys. Not about whatever this is, okay? Can we, talk, can we talk about Boys to Men and the song End of the Road? Because Jesus Christ, that is the Boys sad to soundtrack to this episode. Seth's listening to it. What? What is hilarious to me is like as, as supposedly obsessed with emo as this guy is that his first his first thought of going to, like music to go to when when with love lost is boys to men. And no dashboard to show too. You know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no I get it, man. Go, I'd go with dashboard. Yeah, I feel like dashboard music. would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to fit fit him a little bit. 
Now, um, what I would listen to if I was really sad, I'm not saying this has happened, but I would listen yeah. to I Wish It Would Rain by The Temptations. Because that's a, that's a song right there. I Wish It Would Rain. Because the whole thing is they want to go outside, but they've been crying so much that they'll look like a mess. But if it's raining outside, it will mask their tears, John. And they can oh, be outside. That's good stuff, man. Good shit, pal. Um, what would you, yeah, like shit? It's been so long since I've been uh, um, uh. Oh shit! No, I remember the last time I was like upset about my love life. Uh, eight oh eight had just come out. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How is that for fucking uh serendipity? That's like that Damn. was that was that was a horrible great six months. Yeah, layers, <laughs> layers right there. Perfect. Heartless. Yeah. Uh, Seth buys back the the summer wind or the summer breeze, his boat, and uh-huh. it's been re- it's been been renamed the Pussy Wagon or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's real good, man. That's real good. Um, he's got this. Give me sex is what it's called. Give me sex. Yeah. <laughs> Give me sex. His plan to win Summer back is to take her for a ride on his catamaran. Give me catamaran. It's not a euphemism. Bitches love catamaran. Bitches love a catamaran, baby. What are you talking about? Regular boats? No. Catamaran? Yes. Yeah. If I'm a teenager with a catamaran, I would be getting so much pussy, is what this episode is trying to tell us. That's That's good to know. Uh, jot that down, dear listener. Um, <laughs> get a catamaran if you want to get laid. Get to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, sail, can we talk, sail that ass over here. Can we talk about how weird it is that Zach and Summer, that Summer's going to be in his sister's wedding as like a, like a, one of the bridesmaids? Like, does she not have friends? I think he says that she doesn't, but like, oh, yeah. she's met her once. That which is great. They're like, uh, what is? It, what do they say? She's intimidating and harsh, or something like that. Alienating, yeah. Alienating yeah. and harsh, yeah. Which is true. Remember her, the sisters. Oh, well, then we'll see her again. They're t- they talk about, I don't know, the Economist or some shit. Like, come on, no one reads that shit. <laughs> the Economist. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, let's see. So, where are we? I'm just skipping around and. My notes here. Uh, um, oh, did you guys notice this? I love this part. <clears throat> the um, so the uh, so Kirsten is lying in bed, being all fucking sad and shit. Um, rightfully so, because her husband's being an absolute fucking monster. Um, yeah. But the photo of her and Sandy that's on her nightstand, it was clearly taken at the party from last week's episode. <laughs> Like they're wearing the same out, like the same exact outfits from that, and they were fighting there. So it's it's pr- a pretty funny bit of uh, uh, continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, flash forward to the DNA test results in this very poorly lit doctor's uh, office, in <laughs> <laughs> um, which there are just a ton of people. Everybody we got wants to know. I don't know that Ryan should be there. Yeah, I was like, I don't think this is fully appropriate, but okay. It's just like a super awkward, like, 
Dr. Phil, who's the dad moment, quite literally. Like, no one's fucking saying shit. Everyone's just like, what do we do? Like, what's the best outcome here? And why do we need a, why do we need a, a like, a, a real-ass doctor? Um, why does she have a large folder full of, of paperwork to, to deliver this news? And then <laughs> fucking dickhead-ass, like, Caleb is like, ah, yes, you are my daughter now. Um, I always knew you were. Which yeah. clearly upsets Lindsay, and rightfully so. Yeah, and she said earlier that, like, she wasn't even sure if she does want to be part of that family, which is, Lindsay seems like the only reasonable one. And the fact that she winds up going, hey, you know what? I don't want to deal with this shit. You guys are all fucking drama-filled, and nothing good can come with being a part of this family. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I like you, Ryan, I, you know, this is just a whole mess. Fuck it, I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to... Meet Kanye West while he's <laughs> roaming around Chicago. And I think Maybe I, Common I, as well. Yeah, you know, I, I think she makes a good boy. choice here. <laughs> because, like, who, she's the only one that realizes, like, all the, these adults act more like children than actual children. And all these teens are up to no good. Like, there's nothing yeah. good for her there. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, so then Sandy... Um, Sandy is trying to get back to the to Orange County in the terrible rainstorm, um, and he's uh, arguing with his mistress, and which causes him to drive his uh, BMW Seven Series off the road and into a tree. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, with the knowledge that like the police or an ambulance will be responding to this she idiotic she's like, accident, fuck it. she's like, uh, I'm out. She bitch. takes her her garbage bags full of clothing uh, and just starts walking into the goddamn forest. She just runs into the woods. She's like, goodbye. Like, I'm done with this civilization. <laughs> she literally just walks into the woods and she's like, peace, bitch. And I'm like, okay. I guess that's where, uh, that's where, you know, that's It was honestly going. the exit that she deserved. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I'm trying to think of, like, a, a notable thing in other media where somebody just, like, just walks off into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great. And we never hear from her again, to my knowledge, which I would be super happy about. Do you? Do you? I, I haven't seen everything of the show. Do you? Know, I can't imagine Lindsay they would back? bring her back. What's that? Lindsay, will she be coming back? I don't think so. I don't know everything, but my because a lot of these storylines are really weird to just like. I guess they're just filling time, but it's like, why did we need like Caleb to have another daughter, and why did yeah. Why do we need Rebecca here? Like, this seems like a whole lot of wasted time if there isn't really going to be any payoff. <laughs> yeah. Speaking it's of just... payoff. Because mm-hmm. it's like, compare this to the first season where we had the through line of good guy Luke. Like, and with Oliver, he put, he had such an impact that, you know, once he disappears from the show, you know that he left his mark. I can't Damn. say, like, anything like that about Rebecca or. About Lindsay here. How dope would it be if, like, at Marissa's funeral, Oliver's there? <laughs> Dude, everybody should be there, right? Like, Luke oh, should come. No. Man, I can't wait till season four, episode one, so we can, like, dissect the funeral, assuming they have the funeral on the, on the show. <sighs> uh, so, so uh, Summer is at the airport with Zach and his family. Um, and spots a, a small Jewish boy on the ground, and it makes <laughs> a big 
oh, I really do want to be with Cohen. I've been reminded by this eight-year-old Jewish boy <laughs> playing with a horse. Was he even Jewish? I don't know. Because I thought he was just, like, autistic. I thought it was also really weird that, like, literally, like, Zach looks at the kid, doesn't even talk to her, and he's like, I get it. Uh, and I'm like, what do you mean you get on. it, bitch? Like, he's what are playing you with saying? A, he's playing with a horse. But still, if I'm Zach, I'm not like, yeah, you know, that, that makes me think about my girlfriend's my girlfriend's non-existent love rival who's never fucked a woman in his life. Damn. Well, like, because, you know, because I, Seth Cohen... I thought they had had he, sex. They did have sex for like 20 seconds. It was bad. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Uh, but I gotta say, Zach, he's too good for his own good, you know? Like, he... I liked how... Because <laughs> she was obviously hesitant about going, and she's like, oh, they don't even... Uh, my electronics, it'll all break, my hairdryer. He's like, I already got you the replacement, babe. Um, <laughs> like, he was always five steps ahead, and he, even he knew that, like, uh, she's just destined to be with this fucking loser. <laughs> like, I can't work it. Whatever. He's like, all right. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that happens. Uh, Lindsay and Lindsay really... D- seriously decides to go to chicago this time um disappears, yeah and cohen satellite dish is out at home so <laughs> weirdly this guy who does not seem to be good at anything is going to repair the satellite dish on his roof in a well, rainstorm he's good at a few things uh being toxic to women yeah. Uh, reading wearing comic a Spider-Man, books. Wearing a Spider-Man gift mask. He basically Where has the it? same skill set as me. He definitely <laughs> would have a podcast about anime. Oh, God. Yeah, totally, yeah, definitely. Sorry, they I, just had rewind, I just want to rewind to Tyler wearing a Spider-Man gift mask. Because that is, that is exactly... <laughs> you know, I see it. I see it. I'm looking at your face right now, and I see it, mate. Oh, I'm watching. I'm so I'm watching this, and yeah, the kid has comic books too, and he's kind of he's wearing like a shirt underneath a shirt, which is a big Cohen thing. <laughs> Jesus, God. they really are the the couple that's meant to be. I'm not sure you can say the same thing about uh, Ryan and Marissa, who are just genuinely super motherfucking tough. Romeo and Juliet. Like, just <laughs> like this is yeah, this isn't gonna work, you guys. Uh, somebody's gonna die here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one's gonna become a cage fighter, man. <laughs> you know, given that I, you are an MMA uh, journalist, and I now actually like MMA, I'm really looking forward to us dissecting oh, yeah. his technique. Um, I'm excited. Oh my god, what about that third fight with Sanchez, where he, like, lost all equilibrium and, like, sort of shimmied around like an idiot for a few seconds there? Ugh. I love fights now. They're good. I don't even know. I really don't know these people's names most of the most of the time. I just, I just like appreciate it from a pure like blood sport perspective. (laughs) That's the best way to enjoy fighting. Yeah, because once you like get to know people, you kind of get sad about the brain damage and how they live broken lives, and they won't be able to remember their kids. But if you just enjoy the violence, it's like, hey, that dude's probably an asshole. It's kind of cool that he's getting knocked out. (laughs) <laughs> I do. Yeah, I looked up Poirier, and he seems like a really nice guy. So. He's too nice. Yeah, he, he does a bunch of charity work. Good guy. Yeah. yeah and Connor's being investigated for rape again. So. Yeah. Whoa, I, was, I tried to. Connor McGregor. I, to, I yeah. was working on this yeah. on this joke over the weekend and did not get very many pops out of it. Um, I'm like, well, you know, he's 
he's really one and two in his last three fights. Uh, you know, the the uh, two opponents before that being women who didn't want to give him blowjobs. Ah! Oh! Or should it have been two and one? Two yeah, and two one. and one. My bad. Anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's good. Uh, thank good you. One. God, I just but needed like, don't, don't, don't an use me as a of... for appropriate humor. <laughs> just needed like an audience of horrible, horrible human yeah. beings. Yeah, us yeah. cunts are there for you, John. Yeah, uh, thanks, cunts. Uh, yeah, so Sandy takes the bus back, slums it on the bus. Weirdly, weird that he could like instantly find one and get back, but uh, Kirsten picks him up. It is what it is. Seth is climbing onto the roof, uh, which it's. <laughs> They have a tile roof. Those are those are really cool. Those clay tiles. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just homeowner shit, guys. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't relate, but bitch. <laughs> um, I will say that he follows some good safety protocol by by tying a rope. Uh, yeah. Like so, securing himself to the chimney. Um, have you ever seen them have a fire though in this show? No. No. Um. So. Uh, Meanwhile, Marissa is walking Alex to work. Uh, she, Alec, Alex invites Marissa to watch the band because it's a really good band. And it probably is because this venue seems to book just tremendous acts. Like the fucking killers play there and there are 16 people there. Like how sick would that be? Like getting to mm-hmm. see hot fuss like with 20 people there. I would fucking freak out. Uh, so she glances over. Marissa, that is. And Ryan is just standing in the pouring fucking rain, staring out at the ocean, uh, looking like he might just walk into the sea and die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Marissa puts her arm around Ryan. It's a little inappropriate, but it's certainly speaking to what's going to happen. What's going to happen soon. They're such dorks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Summer. She went to Chicago. So Summer takes a cab to Cohen's house, um, sacrificing her thirteen hundred dollar plane ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. Assuming, assuming she was saying coach, like we these people are quite wealthy. So it Zach didn't been... even care. He was like, I knew this would happen. Yeah. Um, Actually, so didn't Summer... buy you a ticket. You know, we. <laughs> yeah. You. yeah, how you got past security is like fucking beyond me. <laughs> Um, especially this is like in the first couple years past 9-11, it was such a pain in the ass. Um, and then we get it, guys. We get it. Cohen is hanging upside down uh, from the roof with a Spider-Man mask, and they reenact uh, the makeout from Spider-Man 2. Yep. Yeah, they did do that. Um, yeah, they kiss good. I'm watching it right now. They like kiss like they... Oh, they have chemistry. I think they did date at some point, if I'm not mistaken. Respect um, Seth Cohen. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're seeing it in the show, man. Of course they're dating. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. All right. So, next up. This is just, like, we get to watch some of the really good ones in, for this uh, this episode, you guys. Uh, next up, and I'm going to copy and paste this episode description in. We have episode season two, episode 15, uh, the the mall episode. It's a really bad portmanteau. Get it? Mall episode. Uh, mall episode. Actually, it looks like the description here gets cut off after five lines of text. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll finish it myself. Yeah, dude. 
Let me shit. Site is really bad at copy and pasting. Motherfucker. I'm gonna. <laughs> you doing okay? Uh, sorry. No, TVGuide.com surprisingly a pain in the ass site to use. Uh, CBS I, CBS I inter, Interactive or whatever, right? They're like peers with Giant Bomb. How'd that Game work? GameSpot, yeah. Whatever, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I realized very recently how little I care about video games in the video game industry now. It's like really come come full circle from like when I actually worked at the on a fucking launching a console. Should I read it? <sighs> Go ahead, please. Trapped in a locked mall after hours... Summer and Seth hash out the details of their newly jump-started romance, while Ryan and Marissa realize that their own thrill is far from gone, especially oh. now that Lindsay is. Meanwhile, the new editor, Billy Campbell... Oh, oh that's the actor. Oh, sorry. Don't read the actor name. Meanwhile, the new editor, uh, some asshole, of Newport Living charms Kirsten in an old friend, disarms Julie with a very naughty videotape where she gets uh, uh, fucked. Uh, uh, uh. Um, I don't know why I made that sound, but continue, yeah? Yeah, that's the fucking sound. Yeah. In contrast to the previous episode and how great the open was, this one um, is pretty good as well for op for different reasons. It's because Ryan finally just tells Seth to fuck off, but like no mm-hmm. his like little shtick when they're upset. And I feel like I've been in Seth's position in my life where my like at some point my friends just get fed up with like dude we get it you just need to shut the fuck up for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when i started podcasting <laughs> um so i want to kind of jump jump ahead to something hilarious uh to me at least um the title of of julie's porn uh the mm-hmm. porn identity uh, which is a, a riff on the born identity, which oh. is extra funny to me because it's supposed to t- happen in the eighties, and only the books would have been out at that point. So, she like, was an avid reader. So they were like going after Robert Ludlum fans with this pornography. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pretty good. Uh, I really kind of miss the era of like clever porn pornography, like parody names. Oh um, god, really? You guys like plot with your porn? Jesus. No, I'm just saying this so I just sound like less of a scumbag. Uh, okay. Well, I'm talking about pornography. Ah, uh, whatever. Fuck it. Anyway, I mean, at least like there's a clever aspect to it. Nowadays, um, yeah. well, we all know what it's like nowadays. Yeah, well, now it's like Anal Avengers 75 or something. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad It's not a bad name for a parody. I mean, it's, you know, it's superhero themed, you know? Clearly, they've got the focus in the title. You know, you ever I like it when it's straightforward. Uh, where, where Joni Lawler plays uh, She-Hulk? I don't think so. Tyler, did you ever see the China por- pornography where she's in the Avengers one? No, I haven't. She plays She-Hulk. Gets, uh, That's yep. a good casting for her. It is pretty good casting. I What a tragic life. It's Dude, it's fucking totally Triple H's fault she's dead. Did you see that... Uh... When Sunny did her porn, she farted during it, during anal? I didn't. I will uh, look that up later, we'll say. 
<laughs> it's not a good video, but it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Bret Hart must have loosened it up first, you know? Oh, uh, we had a typo on my site the other day where somebody typed, uh, instead of Bret Hart, they accidentally typed where it was Bret Hard. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's when he was having those sunny days. Nice. It's good shit, pal. Um, good shit. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is, is this the episode where, um, Kirsten stopped wearing her wedding ring. Yeah, yeah, she's she lost it in the drain apparently. Um, yeah. You ever lose and then, your wedding ring? What about the wifey? You guys ever lose your rings? No, but um, we haven't worn ours since like quarantine started. Like my <laughs> finger actually came back to its regular shape. Um, let's see, Katie's lost a couple of stones have fallen out of her her wedding band, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like gallbladder or something weird. <laughs> yeah. A couple of stones fell out of her vagina. Well, I don't know. Just real Who casual. Always, always happens post quarantine. You know, you just gotta like push those stones out of your vagina. And I thought she was on. I thought maybe she was like measuring her weight, like like British people do. And like, oh, she lost <laughs> a few stones. It was like, oh, wow. <laughs> she was already pretty. You know. Just uh, <clears throat> so. I think like it's interesting, you know, Seth and um, uh, and Summer getting back together because I think like in television shows, like uh, the the chase is certainly better than the the like relationship, right? Yeah. Once they once they're actually together, it's like who gives a fuck? I mean, uh, that's how gate... uh, that's how Jenny t- treats her real relationships, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, I can't even pipe back and be like, fuck you. My friend's like, you right. So they are are discussing. Seth decides he wants to get uh, uh, Marissa and and Ryan back together, which is, and Summer rightfully points out that they are like the worst couple ever. Um, And she's right. And he doesn't fucking listen is the moral of this episode. Like you yeah. should fucking listen, dude. Um, she also makes a uh, well, he makes a gay joke, of course, um, because it's because he's gamer gay, yeah, yeah. Uh, something about happy, and then he's by happy you mean gay. Uh, gay. There was a couple episodes where they refer to things that are kind of gay as minty, which uh, I think that was kind of uh, that's good. That's a good uh, good slang. They Happy were just rehashing uh, jokes from when Luke's dad was gay at this point. Yeah. I really like the gay mm. jokes. Um, Marissa's terrible at laundry. Yeah. And generally it doesn't makes do everything shit. pink. <laughs> I like how Alex no is like, life skills. That bitch yeah. has zero life skills. She's like, who knew? And Alex is like, every single person that has done laundry ever. Yeah. You can just tell they're not going to work out. And it's weird because, I mean, Alex, it's so ridiculous that, like, she's still, like, 17 or something in this show. Because she's, like, living on her own, like, has a full-time job at a bar and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. But, like, she's just, like, regardless of that, she's so much more mature than Marissa. It really is, like, a a 25-year-old dating a, you know, teen. Yeah. Just with how they act to each other. This is true. Um, yeah, like, 
and they they make plans to hang out later. Spoiler warning: things do not go well. <laughs> things do not go to plan. Uh, Marissa's looking for. I mean, Marissa. Sandy's looking for this fucking wedding ring. Uh, here's a hint, uh, Sandy. It's not in the drain. Uh, she's hid it in her drawer and didn't want to wear it because she's mad at you and is considering a divorce. <laughs> Wait, since you're the only lawyer in town, it's going to be really weird. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's why she had to ask Jolie for her divorce lawyer. Didn't Sandy handle that? Oh, oh shit, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! There's like the Swiss Army knife of town lawyers. Seriously. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's like they're in an old West town where like 14 people live there, and that he's yeah. the one lawyer. <laughs> he's so, like the sheriff, like the milkman, and like the local corn farmer or some shit. I like when Sandy's yeah. actually like messing with the drain and stuff. Both Caleb and uh, Seth have this bonding moment as they both make jokes, saying, "Hey, found your own calling, huh?" <laughs> the Sandy there good joke i just like panicked we are recording this right sweet <laughs> um oh, that'd be bad if we weren't <laughs> yeah you i don't know i like hanging out with you guys i mean that's oh. why we do this right like i think like five people oh, listen yeah. to the show at this point that works um although hey maybe we'll get um, a new demo then or two now that uh, uh now that it's not like three white dudes <laughs> yeah we've diversified and yet somehow oh, yeah. became more problematic. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say if you're looking for like more diverse audiences, they do not like me. Yeah, we had a queer POC voice, and now uh, and now we're problematic. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna say if if anything, the only people that like me just now are like more white dudes. I just want to put it out there. Welcome, one of us. Yeah, we're happy to have you though, Queen. Um, oh, thanks, King. Uh, now that you're out of those spaces, welcome to the bro zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in the bro zone. It's it's a real comfy place to be. Oh, yeah. Realistically, you've always been a bro. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, so <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Marissa's making some attempt at cleaning up this filthy apartment that they live in. Um, but it's a corner apartment with a big ass window, and I think they could see the beach from there. So, uh, at this, it probably costs forty five hundred dollars a month nowadays. Um, I wonder if this was the same like shitty motel where Julie was fucking uh, Luke at. No, this is they. they this is an apartment building. This oh, okay. Time. From an aesthetic point standpoint, it's weird. I actually like those those kind of style apartment buildings. I like really like those. You know, there's like six or seven units and. You know, weird, uh, weird script with a, like an overly nice name for the place, like, mm. like the View Gardens or some shit, the Twin Gables. Maybe that could uh, be your next landlord endeavor. Yeah, you know, one of my friends was like, "What if we bought a place with multiple units?" I'm like, "Ah, that's I think that's going too far for me, man." Uh, if we bought something in up at the mountain and then we rent it out when we're not there, uh. That would be pretty cool. Now, I digress from my landlording plans to discuss. Uh, <laughs> nice. Ryan has decided to take a bus to Chicago for the weekend. What a poor person. So, I'm not sure if you guys have driven cr across uh, the United States before. I have. Nope. Um, Los Angeles to Chicago is probably about a two-day drive. 
at best. Yeah, like 29 yeah. hours. It's going to take a, quite a while. The buses stop and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bad news. Uh, so, so the weekend, he would definitely miss school, uh, which is not okay. Well, I mean, Marissa hasn't gone to school in like two weeks. Wait, is it still summertime? Hmm. Maybe. No, they just had I Christmas. think they're just coming they back Christmas though. A few, a few, like a month or two ago. Hey, man, it's does weird. Tom really move in the Brosy or in the OC? Or the Brosy? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they're trying to do some sort of sub subtle storytelling because there are a bunch of uh, baby killers. I mean, army guys at the bus depot. Hmm. Um, because they've been talking about Semper Fi not leaving a man behind and cheering up, um, cheering up, uh, Ryan. Ryan. Let's talk about the most problematic person to ever be on, uh, the OC is about to show her face. (laughs) One Miss Amber Heard. Oh, she is on this episode? Oh, yeah. She is playing the clerk at the clothing store at the mall. Yeah, I did not know, sir. She is notable for uh, for lying about um, being physically abused by Johnny Depp, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the one. That's what happened. That 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 I'm not misremembering that, right? It turns out, yeah, yeah no, that's that what happened. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. I mean, he's still a total fucking douchebag. Um, yeah, so, she's still like, hot. She she she's uh, she's also in Magic Mike too. Ask me how I know this. Because uh, Kevin Nash is in that. Because Kevin Nash is in the Magic Mike films, and I watched them, and I enjoy them thoroughly. Yeah, Magic Mike Double XL. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> That's what the film is called. Yeah, that second one is one. called. Yeah, uh, yeah, Magic Mike Double XL. Uh, damn. Sorry, just a quick digression. I don't know if you guys seen those movies. I have. Uh, I've seen the first one. Yeah. Yeah, the first one, it seems like a happy-go-lucky thing, and it's, like, one of those stories where, of course, like, they're into drugs and everything goes... Doesn't uh, doesn't, uh, Olivia Munn show her uh, tatas in the second one? I'm gonna Google this. Magic Mike I feel like I would remember this. Or what? Where did she show her? I don't know. Um, But the second one is just, like, a road trip movie. Uh, Oh, Stripping across the nation? Basically. For some reason, it it takes them... It takes them three or four days to get from northern Florida to North Carolina, which that is about a half a day drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash is pretty good in it. Uh, he has a really sad, sad story he tells. It is also super funny because they uh, they do this thing where he uh, like can't really move a lot because he has, both of his quads have been torn like 18 times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway... This is one of those like unlikely pairings where ah uh, she gets naked in the first Magic Might not not double XL but the oh, more you know. yeah no that's great she's great I love her <laughs> anyway Amber Heard uh, so, so the 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 squad the the A team has gone into uh, the mall. To package up some old clothes that are being donated from a storeroom at a like a storage room at a store, um, mm-hmm. and even though there seems to be like I don't know maybe eight pairs of jeans and two shirts being donated, it takes them several hours, um, and well I, I guess I they get locked in the fucking mall. 
Who hasn't been locked in the mall? Come on. I mean, me, but uh, yeah, it's not a very common American thing. Y'all just kind of lock kids in malls for fun. Um, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> there is an early episode of, I'm going to plug my other podcast, of Detective Ken, where the kids get locked in a mall with a bunch nice. and some burglars uh, try to rob the mall. And then it just turns into some Home Alone hijinks. Nice. Very fun. Oh, Respect. case reopened. Uh, you can become a patron, a patron on Patreon if you want. Like John, I am a oh, man. I'm a member of that. I bless you. Still haven't listened to an episode, but that's I will good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you on an episode before you listen. Tight. I'll listen to it. Uh, see, here's the thing. It's so intimidating because there's so much Detective Conan. God, there is. Every time I'm in Japan and I see... Well, every time I'm in Japan. When I was in Japan last time and every time I would see some Detective Conan stuff, I would think of you. Oh, nice. Thank you. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. People are IMing me because I'm technically working right now. <laughs> hey, so am I. Crazy. Uh, so, yeah, Sandy and uh, Sandy and, and Caleb are broing out. It's lame. But they decide that... Um, <laughs> Uh, they decide that, gosh, I'm trying to spit this out. Uh, they decide that they need to go to the arcade and win back a plastic ring, win a plastic ring, uh, so he can give that to Kirsten to prove that he still loves her. Yeah, and we uh, find out that's how he actually proposed to her back in the day, because he was so broke. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. Like, you couldn't even get her a fucking ring. Man. Um, Kirsten's kind of dumb. <laughs> you just picking up on that shit now? <laughs> kind of slumming it. Um, she could have she, she could have been with Jimmy Cooper, you know? Nah. Uh, I, guess, like, I guess when you consider that's what our other options were, you kind of <laughs> understand why it went the way it did. Um, yeah. So they get locked in the mall. Um, the 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 A team, the A story here, uh, probably because uh, Seth and Summer have been like obnoxiously making out most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're locked in this this storage room, so they pull a Die Hard and and are you know uh, the boys are going through the vent ventilation system, and these vents are just gigantic. Just absolutely enormous. Like, you could practically stand up in these things. Um, but this leads to uh, Ryan overhearing uh, Marissa say that she still has feelings for Ryan. Yeah. A perfect thing to say mind. while you're in a newly formed lesbian relationship. Where she's moved in with her new girlfriend, too. It's just like, okay. Like, yeah, because right. like... Yeah, to to give like some further context, Summer basically asks her like, "Oh, how serious is it? Do you really love her?" And she's like, "The only person I could really say I was in love with was Ryan." And Ryan yeah. overhears her, and he's like, "Uh oh, guess I'm gonna fuck <laughs> yeah. her again." Basically, he's like, "Time to get my dick wet." You're like, mm, "All right, buddy." It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Seth and uh, Summer, you know, like all of Marissa's other boyfriends uh, and I guess girlfriends here. They never really had a chance. She's still hung up on old Ryan here. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, sorry. I've I fucking work. Um, <laughs> so they're locked in this. So they're locked in this department store, which is it, so they're not actually locked in like uh, the mall. It seems. Also, they're not really locked in because they could easily just leave. They decide to stay. They um. So they escape the department or sorry the uh, the mall store and are in the this weird department store uh, where they sell like a variety of goods like it's a Sears Roebuck in 1978. Um, the furniture is really gross looking in the background. I noticed. Uh, uh, yeah. So then they all sorts of hijinks um, kind of. Guys, help me out here. Beck plays too. A lot of Beck happens. Oh, a uh, lot of Beck happens. Uh, which they, again they... is another artist that really dates the show. Yeah. Hey, hey, Beck's still relevant. He's still putting stuff out. Come on. Um, <laughs> so, so they cut to a scene of uh, Marissa. Marissa is lying to her girlfriend, and uh, Summer is lying to her parents about what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Seth is telling, like, the truth that we are trespassing in a mall. Um, <laughs> what a fucking buzzkill. Sandy doesn't care. He's out at a fucking arcade uh, trying to win a plastic ring, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they decide to weirdly, like, play roller hockey? Hell yeah, they do. <laughs> Was there some kind of stipulation here, or how? I what think happened to the this? winner gets to stay in the bedroom section, and the loser oh, the has tent. to stay in the tent section. Ooh. Which uh, yeah. none of this makes sense. None of it makes sense. Well, E Pro's playing by Beck during this scene. <laughs> we also had girl. Which is like a shockingly disturbing uh, song. Is it lyrically? It, yeah, because it's so upbeat, and it's a it's about like this girl being like kidnapped and shit. Yeah, I saw her. Yeah, I saw her with her hands tied back and her rags are burning, crawling out from a landfill life, scrawling her name upon the ceiling. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. Interesting, interesting. But it's very like poppy. It's kind of like that. Uh, Oasis song by uh, he's he's that broad Amanda Palmer, where she's singing about getting raped. Very fun. Damn. Uh, um. So. Yeah. Alt rock. Roller hockey. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> that's um, such a lesbian thing to play. Like, <laughs> and no, it really is. I'm like, this that's is the because first Marissa. Like, this maybe is the first is, gay maybe, activity that they're gonna maybe, make a bitch do. Maybe you should claim her now. <laughs> But just played one match. She's now ours. Not for long. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Kirsten, uh, Julie, and oh yeah, she has a new editor here. Guy Carter, the, the editor Carter, uh, who used to like edit a punk rock magazine or something. The I don't revolution. Know. He's a total fucking <laughs> sellout now, right? Yeah. I love socialism quarterly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, after, like, seeing him and Sandy, um, like, it just going from being these, you know, counterculture Berkeley fucking uh, 
whatever like they they are just that stereotype right of somebody who just slowly moves a more and more right wing as they as they age right like they're just like complete fucking sellouts yeah me like they're just blocking you because and calling you a bernie bro uh on twitter says actually says the the land says the guy who was like i'm gonna talk about my landlord plans today just so you guys know i'm a socialist slum slum slumlord it's my in my twitter well she wouldn't know she she's been booted off of twitter man yeah i would have no idea no idea bitch um so yeah they're at the restaurant and the guy the the porn guy is at the restaurant as well um, with a yes. giant, like a, a a large paper bag, which has one pornographic uh, VHS in it. Um, so <laughs> That's how I around all my porn too. Here's day. a fun fact, which you guys might not realize, uh, because of like I don't I don't know. You're much younger than me. Um, yes. So pornographic VHS tapes came in giant fucking boxes, like that were. Co- like comically large like remember large box like pc games like what yeah. box that like windows 95 would come in just massive fucking things and like had these like big styrofoam trays in them and for for no discernible reason uh they came in this huge huge box maybe uh, so like kids couldn't steal them from like an adult store or something like that i don't know I, that could be a good reason but like do they want just regular vhs is being stolen um like my a copy of Ba- the 1989 Batman film starring um, Michael Keaton. The Royal Rumble 1992. Uh, yeah. So we do cut to this uh, this uh, pornographic movie. Um, it's pretty which, good. Uh, yeah. Julie looks um, great, right? And like they. Yeah. They yeah, like. I'd fuck it. <laughs> it. I like. It. <laughs> she doesn't even get a pronoun. So the the premise again is that it's the porn identity, and much like uh, uh, what the fuck's his first name? Born. We'll say whatever. Carter. No. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Damon's character guy. in Born. Jason Born. Jason, Jason Born. He doesn't have a memory, right? Uh, so she's she's got amnesia. Uh, so she opens the door and says, "I'm a virgin," or I think I am. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but I might be. And then she fucks a pizza guy. Hell yeah. yeah hell yeah. That's a classic. Oh, God. I, the only pizza-related porn I've ever seen was, like, I think it was back when, you know, that site Big Sausage Pizza was super popular back in the I've day. I've never yeah. heard what? of this. But that I've shit is hilarious. Heard. Yeah, it's <laughs> Like, so the whole premise funny. is she would open up the pizza and this guy's yeah. huge hog would be, uh, uh, like, coming out the bottom. Oh. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, and then the chick's always like, I love pepperoni. <laughs> Some shit like that. It's so funny. It's anyway. <laughs> but anyway, she's watching her own pornographic movie, which, talk about vanity. Uh, when Alex walks Yep. Awkward as fuck. So, That's crazy. She's uh, like, oh, so uh, just watching some porn on a Saturday night, huh? Yeah. So this is where we establish that uh, Marissa did not, in fact, tell... Um, Alex, the truth about her whereabouts. Yeah. Um, she said she went home. And Julie breaks it down um, yeah. pretty easy for her. Uh, because, And it especially works because Alex is, in fact, wearing a tank top uh, of, like, <laughs> of, like, 
she's Marissa's only been in love with one person, and he looks way different in a wife beater. <laughs> and we all know who she's talking about. Because yep. Julie would rather her son fuck Chino than a woman. A responsible take from a parent. Yeah. The also, I would like to also point out that um, she does make jo- various jokes about like ha- having experimented with women um, in the show. Julie well, does, I, I should say. I don't yeah. think Ryan's like that bad of a guy. I mean, Marissa's oh, like, the more self-destructive one of the duo. Yeah. No, she bring him down. Um, so. Th- like, they're, meanwhile, like, looting this fucking store, right? Uh, just grabbing gift baskets and eating that shit. Oh, don't worry. Um, Seth's uh, charging it to his credit card. They're using the credit card machine at the store. Um, <laughs> Seth went into Summer's purse and read a postcard that Zach had sent. Yeah, he gets all upset. Mm-hmm. What a violation <laughs> of trust doing that. And this was before, before when... Shady women would put their cell phones face down, you know. That's how Jenny, do you ever have your phone face up? <laughs> Mate, exactly. I do, but like, you know, when like the notifications come in, they only show like they don't show like the who they're from or what the thing says. <laughs> it's just the app's name. And, oh like, yeah. New message. <laughs> now that like uh-huh. now that I finally have a face ID mode, it really it defaults to cheater mode, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. And, and you you know, you just look guilty sometimes, you know, even when you're not. <laughs> Well, Ginny, um, I don't think I don't think it would take that for you to look guilty of dating <laughs> yes, multiple yeah, people simultaneous, simultaneously. <laughs> so good. It is hilarious. Uh, so there. So, uh, gosh, is there anything else interesting we left left out of the story so far? I. I do think the we we do cut to to well, the Carter the, and uh, Kirsten have been flirting a little bit. He's yeah, mainly just he, talking about his ex wife being a bitch. This dude's really hung up on uh, his divorce. Uh, yeah. Well, as we're and he'll he, and we'll learn in the, I think the next episode. Huge uh, Husker Du fan. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so my uncle is a huge uh, Husker Du fan. Uh, I'm glad you're saying it correctly. You gotta respect the uh, lots. <laughs> yeah, the lots. Yeah. Uh, so like this guy, like you know, I like a bunch of alternative rock from the '80s and early '90s. Like you're, I'm so fucking cool. Um, Minnesota's finest. My uncle has like a like. I mean, he has a bunch of these these band T-shirts from when he was like skinny. And at this point, like, I always wanted them, right? Uh, and he had already gotten fat fat enough to, like, never wear them again. And now mm. I am too fat to ever wear them. Um, <laughs> the circle of life, brother. No, it's really annoying. I mean, there was a couple years where I could be, like, rocking these, like, original fucking, like, shirts from the 80s that were, were really, I mean, like, we're talking mid-aughts. Like, that was very, that was an in thing, you know? Um, Damn. I mean, not that I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll get skinny again. Not likely. You still look uh, great, though. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you, King. Uh, yeah. I I do think like uh I you know I watch a lot of like drum and bass DJs, um and so I think like the oversized T-shirt, uh gold chain look like the kind of like dirtbaggish look that way. I think that's 
that's probably where I'm going next. Um, All right. Um, I support you, King. Some large champion t- uh, sweatshirts. Hell yeah. Uh, let me just put this on. <laughs> a little bling <laughs> on. Got my uh, cassette tape. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, so we cut to Sandy and Caleb at the arcade. They're at the world's shittiest looking uh, UFO machine trying to win a plastic ring. Yeah, I would not bring this guy to an arcade with me. He has zero skills. Um, they eventually decide that they're bored and go play Cruise in USA. Hey, man, who doesn't want to play Cruise in USA? A class well, Virtua Fighter 3. God, that's a good game. God, the arcades, they ruled. Did Rest I tell you peace. guys I got a, I got an arcade cabinet? I, oh, no, you did not. Yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> Uh, well, it's a it's a it was a custom kit, so it's it's got like a a PC in it or whatever. What do you have in it? I should say. There's a yeah. there's a computer in it, but I have a bunch of work to do to it because I I'm swapping out the CRT for another CRT. Um, oh. But what have you been playing on it? My God, just give us some game names. Yeah. Uh, I fucked around with a little X Men arcade. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I I played some some uh, Street Fighter Alpha, which was the heads up that I need to that I really need to. Uh, replace at least the joysticks uh because i just was not like my my because i'm not like good at fighting games or whatever but i think my um i can execute a dragon punch and if i can't execute a dragon punch on the like the input like it it probably isn't that good Uh, i need (laughs) to figure it out um also i you know i have it now but like the way i usually play fighting games here let me grab a controller i'll show you guys um is I hold a controller, like I have like my thumb on the D-pad as you would, and then I'm like a claw like this. Oh, Why? Because wow. I, I you're mad man. Well, because I can't like I don't want to. That's how you play Oscar. Uh yeah, that's because like, I don't want to wow. only use my like my thumb because I often like want to have I'm, I split play a lot, play a lot of MVC two, so you're you're constantly wanting to hit two buttons at the same time, and like okay. it's kind of like a pain in the ass to do that with your thumb. Um. Anyway, I digress. Of course. <laughs> uh, nice. so, so fucking Kirsten and uh, Carter, who, like, man, sideburns were popular in, uh, in 2005, but um, they were just demolishing bottles of, of white wine. And that's how you can tell this guy is an alcoholic. Because <laughs> he doesn't like, I'll give drink a fuck. anything, including Chardonnay. Yeah, he's a man drinking Chardonnay. Like, you know, I don't want to like flaunt my to- toxic masculinity all over the place, but like, seriously, like, yeah. a, like white wine, like, ugh, it's disgusting. At least drink a white claw, man. This is what I'm saying. Oh shit. Yeah, it's sitting should right get, there. Should I got those. Should I got can't those drink it though. You're sober, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one hour with us, he's like, "Fuck all of my goals and responsibilities." <laughs> I haven't had any carbs yet today. What two is it's not? Like, I don't need me. to make any good choices. I'm with these cubs. <laughs> it's only Wait, one. It's only, it's only two calories. Uh, two um, oh. two carbs. Okay. I haven't had any yet today. I, I had Go my, off, I, gang. I did my yeah. coffee and then I had a, a fucking shake. Sounds gross. Enjoy this. Uh yeah. So, back in the mall story, this these 
fucking obviously they are on camera because this is a store, and so the security guards are out looking for them. This motherfucking security guard is like walking around with his gun drawn, like I know. shitty trigger discipline, just finger on the trigger, ready to cap some fucking kids. Is that uh, overkill for an American mall? Because like no one has guns in this country, so like every when I saw this scene the first time, I was like. People just have their guns out in malls? Like, the fuck? It's not super common for security guards, like, private security guards, to have guns outside of, like, banks and, like, armored vehicles and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, although, a little bit, like, in the immediate COVID stuff, like, when they were, like, there was a lot of security guards everywhere, like, at supermarkets and shit for some reason. Like, you saw a lot more of it. Anyway... Also, there are guns fucking every like every single cop has a gun here. It's fucking nuts. Uh, as you see on the news, it's not really working out well for for black people. No, it's not. It's not great. No, <laughs> not recommended. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh god, yeah, it hits the spot. <laughs> uh, you're like, mm, two cops. Fuck yes. <laughs> it was you no. Know, it's funny in early and you know Tyler. Obviously, you don't. Uh, you, you you know sober as a, a judge over here but like early covid or the first six months when you'd like talk catch up with somebody and they'd be like so are you also drinking every day now and be like yeah i'm glad you said something <laughs> i think a lot, i think so and i think what's happened is either people have split into either two camps either like really doubled down on that or like largely gotten bored with drinking yeah and clearly you have not gotten bored with drinking no, I kind of, I have, I'm, I've definitely cut down, um, but the thing is, the activities I do, like, outside the house are, are like, I like to drink while I do, so golfing and skiing, I like to get a drink when I do either of these, mm-hmm. um, golfing because yeah. it's, like, kind of a relaxing thing, and skiing because it actually keeps the blood in my legs moving and keeps them from seizing up. Okay. <laughs> also, the extra confidence to do stuff is good. Cool. I feel like I talk too much about myself. What are some hobbies that you guys enjoy that are that are tangentially you, you related to? You do this not want to. You do not want to hear about mine. So we know go over to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler has a dog. Yeah, yeah sure Tyler do. has like the best dog. Beautiful it's boy. So good. Someday we're gonna get our dogs together, Tyler. It's gonna be oh, glorious. Wow. Excited for that. All right, okay. so uh, the OC. Ah, whatever. Yeah, the OC where the security guard almost <laughs> shoots them. Yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah, the security guards realize somebody's there. They're not exactly being uh, subtle about it. Yeah, yeah, don't they start a fire in there? Well, it's not like a real fire, but they have like a fake fireplace. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not being very uh, chill about this. But uh, they actually like set up a like trap for the security guys which was pretty smart um yeah like scooby-doo and shit man is it like scooby-doo and shit man yeah well, sure not, not scooby-doo to figure that one out so um do you guys notice that uh oh god damn it. it this is a hilarious thing i can't take a screen cap of hbo uh max they like they yeah. did some fancy technology. So I actually had to download... I downloaded the entire OC and put it on my Plex server so I can so I do this. But I, the, the guy who is serving uh, food in the diner uh, looks exactly like Mark McGrath. Like I, To the point where I think it might be fucking Mark McGrath from <laughs> um, 
noted mid two thousands uh pop band uh Sugar Ray. Who I if I had... his name was just Sugar Ray, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um <laughs> which I gotta say Thanks, is uh like I like them. Like I, I they would be a guilty pleasure if I had guilty pleasures. Um You could feel guilt. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Queen. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we finished the episode with, with Ryan and Marissa sharing a cheeseburger. Um, Marissa, uh, uh, Seth and Summer are looking on. I think this scene could have worked a lot better if instead, like, we zoomed out and it was fucking, uh, Alex. Yeah. Um, because that really builds towards, towards the awesomeness that happens in the next episode where Ryan essentially threatens to beat the shit out of a lesbian. Well, I mean, would it really be hitting a girl? No, no, it would. would. (laughs) She does start it. Let's get real. It's pretty great. Like the physical confrontations between like, she's an alpha. I gotta say. Yeah, well, she, she got balls. She I mean, she does balls. have a man's name, to be fair. Is it wrong to hit an Alex, you know? <laughs> well, Are you I'm... just throwing shade at our former co-host? I only know one oh, Wait, Alex. oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She has a very feminine name. I only know one Alex from through you guys, and I feel like it would be, would be okay to punch him in the dick. <laughs> guys! <laughs> I don't edit these, so please just don't. <laughs> Like, don't be mean to people on uh, here. Don't, don't be mean. I wish to... he was here. I think he offers a great perspective, like, because he's not a horrible he person. Us. And we are. I thought, he was a hor- I thought he was a horrible person. No, well, not maybe. He's yeah. a sweet boy, and we're all monsters. Wow. Um, yeah. Which, ridic- the ridiculous thing is by adding, by him leaving and adding Ginny to the episode, I go from the middle monster to the l- least monstrous uh, <laughs> of the game. Yeah. My monster has like just risen. Yeah. Like when I'm the voice of reason, like you have a fucked up team. Yeah. You're it's right. It's not good. It's not good, folks. We need to get some more guests on. Oh, we if we have beautiful NATO on here, then he's a sweet sweet boy. Yeah. I mean he says some pretty some pretty fucked up shit too. Wow. Well, he does, but like he's just Australian. Yeah. Well what the well that's my excuse too, bitch. What do you mean? He's the only come on, very different. Uh Ginny. Let's let's get real. <laughs> you don't just say horrible things. <laughs> Although, like, I guess the majority of the bulk of the like horrible things that you've done are only like they're not oh. in meat space, they're not in real life. Yeah. So it is hilarious. She is just only saying horrible things. She's typing horrible things. She is essentially being punished for thought crime. (laughs) It's like cannibal cop. It's like cannibal cop. Think about it. Yeah, cannibal cop. Same thing. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I like that. Oh gosh. (laughs) So here's the thing: is so cannibal cop was a very New York City centric thing. Uh, This NYPD officer. he was it turns out he was on all these like cannibal sex forums and writing um what is. yeah he That's wrote genius. detailed plans on how he was going to uh bind up his girlfriend and and eat her um okay. and yeah, it's he, he uh went to jail for several years because they considered that 
like he was actually planning to do it, not that it it was a like an act of like a, a work of fiction. Uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting case because like he didn't actually commit any crime at all. Um, cannibal cop so innocent. You, so she is Ginny is our own cannibal cop. Although uh, that's a yeah. very weird moniker to be like, yeah, that's like. I don't know if I want to be a cannibal cop. Well, like, this, this, cop. this, of course, came up because of Army Hammer. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that's right. Holy shit, he's a cannibal. Oh, which man. is just hilarious. He is the fucking B-League version of John McAfee. <laughs> he really is. He's yeah, it's like, oh, look, look how cool. I'm doing DMT right now. Like, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Um, well, I, well, we... I do want to say, I never knew about Cannibal Cop before you mentioned him, John. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he's on Twitter. He only has like a thousand followers. So I followed him. The homie followed me back. So we're besties now. I will, damn, I will... that's a, that's a, that's a like humble author... brag I would keep to my damn self. <laughs> I think in his bio, doesn't he call himself like an author of... of he's written, or... yeah, he's right. He writes like horror novels now on Amazon. Oh, no. I think his most popular book has like five reviews. I should I should support Cannibal Cop. Now, his next book, I'll I'll pick it up. Looking forward to the review. Uh, Tyler, can you hit us with the description of uh, episode uh, sixteen, uh, Blaze of Glory? Uh, okay. I, I guess I, will. Uh, I, I have guess. to. <laughs> Marissa's re- <laughs> Marissa's renewed friendship with Ryan brings out Alex's insecurities about her new lover. Julie turns to Sandy for help when Lance threatens to reveal her past. Kirsten beseeches Carter to stick with Newport Living. So we have a, we have some drama here. We have insecurities. We have lovers. And we have John Anderson. Um. <laughs> sorry, just checking my work email, guys. <laughs> it's like I had to find like stack of macbooks in this bitch um this is hilarious dude i haven't talked to my boss this year (laughs) that's the way to work brother we're not getting along i'll put it that way really damn okay this is hilarious it's hilarious thankfully this won't be edited but nobody listens to it so I mean, my boss certainly does not. I was like thinking about. Um, I realized like we're all, like connected on LinkedIn, and I was thinking like, should I like remove him? Like, what's um, what's the deal with that? Should I do that? Um, anyway, sorry guys, I'm getting a little loopy. You know how, um, you know how I get on episode three. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think this is the weakest of the, the weaker of weakest of the trilogy that we're um, worth talking fair. about. But yeah, because uh, no Spider Man masks, so you know. Uh, they're back at school for the first time in months, um, and Marissa is in charge of like the pep club or some shit. Rally bonfire, man. I think she's been shirking these responsibilities for a while. <laughs> yeah, I was like, has she been going to school? Like, what the fuck has been happening with this bitch? She's just been fucking muff diving twenty four hours a day, like just eating muff diving. Yeah, pussy. yeah, just Man. eating pussy. Lesbians it have such a cool lexicon. 
fucking Taco Tuesday every day for that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you're in Seattle, Queen, and assuming the pandemic is over, I told you about Wild Rose, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go there. Hell yeah. Um, And the tacos are fine. They're a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this rich motherfucker being so cheap. Love it. I'm not the landlord. I'm not the landlord. I'm not the landlord. I'm not the landlord. i with a high V-neck sweater vest over it, uh, which I find really upsetting, and then Marissa's wearing a long skirt with uh, with a a like sort of baggy uh, polo shirt. Um, watching this with my wife, she pointed out that she um, that was her basic go-to look uh, during this time period. Um, I'm not really going anywhere with this. Keep going, you're doing great. Yeah. Anyway, so w- this is where we learned about <laughs> Marissa being in charge of, th- of the bonfire, and uh, this is where Seth's plan to reunite the Starcross lovers really kicks in. In fact, he does like this creepy like hand thing uh, several times mm-hmm. to really um, uh, to really sell through that this creepy ass plan of his. Um, they. Meanwhile, they're hanging a banner about the bonfire in the background, but forever, for whatever reason, it's only about five feet off the ground. So when they're doing like the pullback of that shot, uh, Seth actually has to like duck under this banner, which I thought was an amusing uh, Easter egg or botch. Ah, it was a botch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to the Cohen parents playing golf before fucking work. Like, because they're insane. They have so much free time. Yeah, everybody like, or them going to the the kids going to the coffee shop at school. Like, I didn't sell coffee to children at my high school. That would have been nice. It's fancy. These 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 people are rich. I guess rich kids have coffee at school? Question mark. Um, be so nice going to one of those private fucking rich guy schools. I gotta say. So Kirsten um, hates golf. Yeah. And like, and it, I think this is also maybe it was because, because she wasn't drinking. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't true. like white clawing the shit out of her day, so she was like, luckily, Fuck this. Well, luckily she'll ratchet up the drinking next season. Yeah. And we'll also get Jerry Ryan. Oh, she's great. Just an absolute babe. She played the Borg lady on Star Treks. Oh. Okay, all right. I'm listening. Uh, you'll like it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, King. <laughs> you used to lead this part, Tyler, the like walking through the, the play-by-play. Hey, man. I don't take notes anymore. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, Lance... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance continues to try to escort, uh, not escort Julie, uh, extort oh. Julie. Extort. Uh, what's really cool about her. 
Nice. What's really cool about Lance is he never blinks. Uh, and he sense. owns various leather blazers, like multiple leather blazers. Like this guy looks cool. I think this is who Julie should have uh, uh, ended up with. Wound up with. Uh, oh yeah. Or he gave her an STD or whatever. Yeah, probably yeah. just straight up his chlamydia. Yeah, not like a major one, you know. We're talking yeah. about you know uh, relatable moments, STDs. Let's share what we've all gotten. Um, well, Alex I liked never, to do relatable moments. To my knowledge, had a, had an STD. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. No STD either. Okay. Wait, do you you don't have HPV? I thought like the whole generation has that one. No. Nope. Uh, I may, I might, I might. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, like everybody has that one. Okay, everybody. Well, that's like that's the joke, right? Like everybody says, millennials can't do anything, but like we teamed up and eighty percent of us have HPV. Is it that much? I that's a lot. Something like that. That makes me want to not fuck. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure that won't be any kind of imposition on your current lifestyle, my man. So you're good. Pretty harsh, Queen. <laughs> no, I mean she's no. correct. It's, I, I mean, mean it's, yeah, see? Look, it's, you know, he's I like, yeah, you, it's Queen. cool. I don't want to fuck right. anyway. You're right. So, yeah, this episode is pretty lame um, in, a, in a lot of ways, <laughs> but builds towards, builds towards, I, I feel like a really nice conclusion. Um, there is, because Sandy is the only fucking lawyer in town, uh, Julie yeah. goes to him uh, with her pornographic video, gives him her porn. He watches. He's like, Nice. Yeah, uh, he's like, I'm he, is, he has a fucking for the case. field day with with the jokes. But why is he the only fucking lawyer in Orange County? <laughs> I have no idea. Like this place is so big. Like I don't get it. I well, I it blows blows my mind. Um, Sandy's office is also not finished yet, which is come on, guy, <laughs> wildly <laughs> unprofessional. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, so we also have this whole storyline here where Kirsten's talking about the editor guy to Sandy early on, and she, uh, he's like, who's that guy? What has he done? And then she mentions that he used to work on Revolution, and Sandy's like, oh, that's my magazine. The Communist uh, Quarterly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, I read every word of it. You know, sure, <laughs> we were all losers, but they were lovable losers. And uh, he also noticed that, that Kirsten found her wedding ring. So it wasn't in the drain. Who would have thought? Yeah. She was like, I just, I just don't love my husband anymore. Fuck that guy. So. <laughs> well, she loves him again now. Oh, God. Yeah, well, I mean, bitches love golf, right? Teach a bitch how to golf and she'll, <laughs> she'll save your marriage. I don't know, give man. A, give a bitch a fish. And give she'll... a bitch a fish and she Lead a bitch to golf. <laughs> Lead a bitch to golf. I'm gonna write that down. I always have trouble. Yeah, you're like episode. Yeah. Um, you like just golfing a- with your wife, just like throwing a fish into the green. Like, hey. <laughs> uh, she goes golfing with me sometimes. Um, let's see, what am I writing this on? Secretary of State. What the fuck is this even? Uh, lead a bitch to golf. Yeah, hell yeah. So, like, uh, 
What do you guys think about Seth still trying to get Ryan and Marissa together? He's just a uh, fucking dipshit. Like, he's just a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like, like not even because of that exclusively. He's just stupid AF. <laughs> I do yeah. really like how meta they get with the Valley stuff. Where, like, I don't... I, oh, there's... Because there's a real-life... So, okay. There's, like, a reality yeah. show version. Yeah. We're talking about, like, Laguna Beach and stuff. Yeah, so it's like if the valley was the parody of the OC, and then in the in that world there's a r- real life version. What was it called? Like like Cedar Oaks, or, or I was you know it's named after some fucking suburb of Los Angeles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that they they understand the absurdity of the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and so also goes, man, the last season was so much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god, the Vegas episode. Oh, so oh, good. Vegas. Everybody loves the Vegas. Everybody loves the Vegas. Um so Kirsten goes to Carter's apartment. Actually, I should probably mention that that uh that the Marissa and Alex continue to have trouble uh trouble in paradise cuz she you know Marissa is going to high school and Alex <laughs> yeah. is an adult. Yeah, with a real job and like a, an adult who knows how to do the laundry festival. That's what put it out there. Yeah, it, it's weird. Like now, like Alex is getting like last time Marissa was getting mad that Alex didn't have all this time to hang out with her because she had work, and now Alex is getting annoyed that like Marissa is going to like rally and doing like extracurriculars after school, and and so constantly she's lying to her. She seems that, to yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's probably the bit to. that she hates the most. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Kirsten goes to Con- uh, Connor. What's his name? Carter's place, uh, and he's just mm-hmm. drinking and listening to music really loud in his beach. Listen to the up. Pixies, man. Yeah. Uh, gigantic. I like that song, Gigantic. He was hanging out. I thought he yeah. was cool. He is. He does seem like a cool guy. He's decided to ca- cash a paycheck and not go to work. Mm. Which honestly, I'm kind of there a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean we're both on the clock, so <laughs> stealing time, man. It's good shit. To be fair, I've written several articles during this podcast. So to be fair, nice. I've applied to several other jobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're like as I as I've been talking about the OC, I've been just putting shit through on LinkedIn, application after application. That is my <laughs> next my bad. next thing after we record is I I do have a call with a recruiter at four. <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a baby. There's also yeah, my boss of... isn't nice to me. Uh. There's also a moment where Ryan steals Captain Oates from Seth, and Seth like repeatedly. Yeah, there's like, a really weird scene about that. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, if he touches you in this spot, please speak uh. up." Don't, he keeps talking about Ryan sexually molesting this. It's real uh, weird. Horse. Yeah, if there's anything I know about Ryan is he. Uh, wait, this is going full circle. Horses. Horses. Uh, Back here again. Booker was. Uh, so my son is playing Breath of the Wild and he's telling me about what he named his horses. And I was like, yeah. oh, I named all of mine uh, China because <laughs> they had alopecia. <laughs> Like trying to make a joke to my six year old about the OC. 
I don't yeah. think you got it. You didn't get no. it. No. Yeah, like, didn't get yes, it. So, so I will say, like, uh, there is there's a part where, so Ryan has been tasked with designing the bonfire, um, mm. which just sounds like a just a stupid ass fucking premise for for this shit, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll roll with it, right? And so he's feeling uh, now inspired by uh, the Trojan horse. Um, and so he needs to borrow Captain Oates. Um, he then just punches Seth in the arm as hard <laughs> as he can. And oh, it yeah. is one of the most satisfying moments in this entire program. Seth, Seth looks just... like he was going to cry. Yeah. No, he like starts crying at the, like as, as they like cut to the next scene. It's really so good. good. Uh, Julie shows up at the uh, what should we call Marissa and Alex's uh, apartment? The Clam Shack, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clam Shack, because uh, she's feeling kind of remorseful about this pornography, um, and that if Marissa found um, out about the pornography, that she'd never talk to Julie again. I would also like to point out that. Uh, Marissa's little sister they sent her off to boarding school they do not care about that kid nah. she went to this weird boarding school where she comes back on the fourth in the fourth season and she's weirdly five years older in this in a span of a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> as it happens mm-hmm. um I just thought of something like uh because I'm you know watching the episode here uh the, the gamergate aspect Seth does have a rock star uh like studios poster in his in his bedroom see now yeah. theft auto and manhunt made him do this he ch- he uh changes his name to whatever that that guy's name was who wrote that thing about god i can't even remember what's her name the gamergate girl oh, so many yeah zoe quinn zoe quinn Whatever her boy, ex boyfriend's weird ass name was, that's Seth turns his changes his name to whatever that guy's weird ass name was. Seth is definitely um, the type to play GTA and like just all he would do would fuck a prostitute and then he'd murder her to get the money back. This is that's how he spends <laughs> all of his time in GTA. Yeah, God, that sounds yeah. about right. And that's how I spend all my time in real life. But <laughs> I regret. <laughs> Uh, so Alex shows up in Seth's room because that's what people do in this show. Uh, they, they sure fucking, do. They don't go to the mm, front. Just, windows front don't exist. Doors don't exist. People just fucking fl- teleport everywhere like it's fucking Baldur's Gate. Like fuck that. Uh, yeah, because he gets busted for trying to to basically put uh, Marissa and uh, Ryan together. Um, he, also he also spills the beans about spills the beans. He spills yeah. all the beans about the mall. Yeah, Marissa ran in the tent, and she was like, a tent? <laughs> and then she blows her lid, and she storms off before Seth can even do it. But, like, funny enough, this does help him. Uh, you know, he wanted Ryan and Marissa together. Well, this is going to help you there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ryan shows up to the clam shack with some takeout. As you do. Takes out his wiener. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, Marissa makes a very poor attempt at cleaning, uh, the house by putting a couch cushion over some clothes, um, and then by moving a bunch of newspapers, which is hilarious that they read, the lesbians read the newspaper. Yeah. 
Yeah. We all know for a fact that gays don't read. So we there's all a very, a... very poor reading comprehension. Uh, no, oddly enough, uh, bears, gay men uh, who, who are in the bear variety do read a lot, uh, but they're the only ones. Am I allowed to say this? I don't know. Yeah. Like, we talk about illiterate twinks. Is that my... Yeah. My, <laughs> my... Why not? Why uh, not, bitch? Twinks yeah. don't read. So, so... Um, Sandy goes to visit Lance at what I assume is the same fucking motel that they all like everyone always goes to. And Lance has a prostitute there, like yeah, like actively has a prostitute there. That's actively cool. Actively as opposed to just passively just having her on standby. <laughs> like, well, it's just like you gotta admire a guy who has just con- been consistently horny since the fucking eighties. Yeah, he's committed to the bit. You gotta respect it. Live in the gimmick, like fucking. Uh, and I like how Sandy where? comes and she's like, "My rate doubles for a threesome." Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, he yeah. like gives her two dollars and says, "Buy some cigarettes, honey." <laughs> uh, yeah, Lance doesn't blink a single time when he's on this show. <sighs> Admire the fuck out of that. Oh, he's probably doing, like, meth or something, and you can't blink, you know? That's a good point. Um, let's see if Lance is in any other... Uh, uh, what what else Lance did? Um, mm. He's a good actor. He probably doesn't blink at any of those, either. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what else he's been in. Would it surprise you to that it's not a lot? No. Oh, that's not no. true. He's in uh he's in that Paul Walker movie Running Scared. He is in um let's see. Oh, Jane the Virgin. Katie Katie watched that. Uh let's see. The Equalizer. Hmm. Hmm. He does hmm. a lot of action movies. And voiceovers. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that action movie he did with Julie Cooper. Yeah, good one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so Ryan and Marissa, so anyway, like Sandy is there to do some, some hardcore negotiation where Lance was there to 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 slam some hardcore pussy. Puss, yeah, yeah, he's just gonna slam, he's gonna slam that dig right so into that. He bitch. was lucky, he was lucky <laughs> to catch Lance while he's still horny. Because that would aid in negotiations. Yeah, but not balls deep in a bitch at the same time. You know, we also help Lance pay off his uh, horniness here because he gives him a whole hundred dollars here as a down payment. Um, he does. He does give a whole hundred dollars as a down payment. So we cut back to the clam shack. Uh, Ryan is leaving a uh, a, a productive uh, pep club planning meeting with his ex girlfriend. Uh, Alex is sitting in her Jeep drinking beer. Uh, kind yeah. of a callback to Luke. Marissa just drives people to become alcoholics. This is true. Yeah, she does. And Alex is like, don't go near my girlfriend again. And uh, Ryan gets awfully close and intimidating to her. I gotta uh, say, seeing like Alex really angry and throwing a beer bottle at Ryan and getting up in his face. God, I wish that was me. <laughs> like you want to be 
Ryan or you want to be Alex getting up Ryan the right there. Yeah. Okay, all right, just checking, just checking. I love I love a dominant woman threatening to beat the shit out of me. Really? Well, she looks like Olivia Wilde, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Fair enough. Continue, continue. Uh, oh so, yeah. man, <laughs> I just got a, I just got an interview scheduled for next week, so I'm really stoked about that. Hell only, yeah! It's, only, Hell it's yeah. only four hours, so oh, I'm really stoked. Hell yeah! I, uh, I think I told you, Tyler, but like when I interviewed at Bungie, it was a nine-hour interview. What Ooh. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Um, like I, I think back positively about it, but that might just be like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> They, they gave me a fucking gift bag, and then as soon as I uh, as soon as I found out that I got rejected, I I think I sent it to Alex O'Neill. Nice. <laughs> I like nice. I uninstalled instantly uninstalled Destiny too because I gave. Oh, I've not, never installed not that Rocket fun anyway. League again. I never installed Rocket League again. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, there are other places I've been rejected from that like. They also asked me for like uh, they were gonna reimburse my like Ubers and shit, and I was like I. I had I had too much pride to reply back to that email. The rejected. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna pretend I never saw it. It's like I didn't get rejected. Um, there is a game. We'll say I've interviewed for a game studio recently, and it's a game my son really really likes. Uh, Booker ain't playing Roblox no more. And, <laughs> yeah. No, he he. I didn't say what game it was. Uh, but it's a game where there's a lot of user generated content, and he really wants me to help him make something. Uh, there's been enough time now the way I'm not like bitter anymore, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. nice. A little uh, bitter. Little bitter. Little bitter. I did okay. get rejected from a job last week, and the guy seemed like really upset. Like uh-huh. like it was hard for him to give me the news, and I'm like, no, it's it's fine, dude. I don't think this was like the right thing for me. <laughs> like clearly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you were like, actually, your company sucks shit anyway, bitch. No, I mean, like, <laughs> they seem fine, but they seem like they were looking for, like, a different kind of designer. And I'm like, that's that's totally fine, man. Like, he's like, oh, and if we have openings... In the- no, dude, you don't have to, like, pretend, like, you're gonna get back in touch with me. It's like, I d- we don't have to, like, do... Like, that's, like, that's like a one like a one-night stand and the person being like, oh, I'll, I'll call you. I'm like, guy... We don't have to fuck around. You know what here. the nice thing was about when I interviewed with PUBG? I didn't have to uninstall shit. It was already uninstalled. You know what I mean? <laughs> Played 14 minutes of that game. In the last... <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a bad place to work. Uh, anyway. Um, shit. What were we talking about? The OC? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we Alex was pushing uh, Ryan and. They, they got right uh, up no, Ra- yeah, Alex, yeah, yeah, Alex pushed yeah. Ryan and was all, like, Ryan then Ryan also confronts Seth about being a fucking dipshit. <laughs> um, Marissa answers her Sprint uh, cell phone. Uh, so sh- it's weird that they all use the. Uh, I, I recognize this because I worked at Radio Shack selling these phones in college. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, which, God, I don't want to digress again. But I saw that Radio Shack is back as a brand. Is it? Yeah. I got like an Instagram ad for something like like Sharper Image-esque. And it was like f- from Radio Shack. Remember when they rebranded to The Shack? Yep. 
Speaking of which, I finally watched. Uh, I'm just going to digress all over the place. I finally <laughs> watched the third in the trilogy of uh, Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler movies, 2014's Blended. Uh, Shaq plays a supporting role, and he is fucking hilarious in it. So there we go. Yeah. Recommendation. Full circle. Uh, so Marissa, like Sandy's still working on this this case with Julie. Um, Marissa, I mean not Marissa. Whew. My bad. Kirsten brings a copy of Revolution to uh, Connor's Connor Carter's mailbox. I'm just zooming through this shit because all of it's fucking lame. Um, yeah, she just leaves it in there. Sandy found her the magazine, by the way. Sandy loves the guy. He has a boy crush on the guy that's trying to fuck his wife. Yeah, don't we all? Does he want to get cucked? Right. Is, is this like, where oh, that's leading to? Oh, my wife's boyfriend lets me sleep on the foot of the bed sometimes. <laughs> No, it's cool. He's a he's a communist. Um. Oh yeah, a Ju- a Julie Ryan scene. One of my favorite my favorite pairings on the show. Um. She shows up in the pool house. Um. Uh-huh. Um. Because grownups are constantly trying to enlist ryan in their shitty parenting plans yeah i feel bad for ryan here because like this happened earlier when uh Lindsay's mom was like you gotta break it to my daughter that uh she might not actually be the guy's kid because i fucked around a lot <laughs> i'm a bit as a slut you know <laughs> and now he has now uh julie's coming here you know and he's he's just really gets tasked with a lot of bullshit that he really shouldn't have to deal with. She's like, Ryan, you gotta bring Marissa back home. And he's like, why? <laughs> why me? Why are you calling me Chino and telling me to get out of her life like just months ago? Yeah, I mean, and she's from Riverside. Let's not forget that. Um, which I, I think is some trashy for some reason. But, um, sorry, guys. Super trashy. Uh, I don't know that much about Southern California. Um, Ryan shows up at the clam shack again, uh, barges in, I'm looking for Marissa. Um, he's, it, this is just stupid. Ryan is so easily manipulated. He's such a dumb boy. He's uh, also very horny now because Lindsay left him and he's yeah. gotten blue balls here with Marissa twice now. He feels he's self-conscious like- about jacking off in the pool house because it's all windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he spent like five minutes in a tent with her and he's like, God, I want to fucking smash. Um Yeah. He also lets Alex know that if you have to fight this hard, it's not working. Uh, mm-hmm. which is again fairly harsh. Cut to the beach. And uh folks are having trouble building Ryan's design. Uh the the horse. Marissa it's so weird that he wound up being like a cat guy, just doing, yeah, three like, D modeling and shit. Yeah. Um, Why does he I give was, that up? I thought that was gonna be mine. This is gonna be that quite the, gonna be uh, my life. So we cut to the only black person to ever ever speaking role <laughs> on the sea. <laughs> She's a random high school girl uh, yeah. who gets who gets two lines. Um. Oh wait, does something happen in season three? Where the no, probably not. Oh, I'm thinking of Gossip Girl. 
Oh yeah, that, yeah. When they have one black main character, one black quote unquote main character. And of character, course, they were like she, evil, right? Yeah, she's like <laughs> love interest for like I don't know, like uh, three months, and then she fucks his best friend, and then the show's like, actually, your dad killed your mom, and I'm like, damn, like she's yeah. so awesome. Girl like, sounds really the good. Guys. Uh, and it's like we should do that next, bitches. We will. I think <laughs> I think it's really funny that Chuck Chuck Bass Chuck Bass Chuck yeah. Bass. Chuck that Bass. he's like a rapist in kayfabe and in reality. Yeah, hilarious. hilarious. He's also like he's also like English, which is really weird oh, because like cool. he's he sounds like an American douchebag on the show, but is actually just like an English douchebag rapist in real life. Yeah, yeah. British. People. So he's American douchebag rapist on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, he tries to rape like Jenny, who was like fourteen years old in the show, or like episode two in season one. Yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to getting to that, especially when they go to sleep no more, because then I get to talk about the time I went to sleep no more. Um, How's that? Oh, it's fucking awesome, dude! I want to do it again when this is all over. It's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. Oh nice. man, uh, went for my birthday a few years ago. Um, Sorry, anyway. this is totally random. Sorry, one last thing. I yeah. just like Googled Ed Westwick and he his tweet a day ago says, Join me as I revisit my childhood passion for gaming. <laughs> I spoke with this guy on the role that gaming plays in society, its positive impact on mental health and the future of esports. <laughs> oh god. That fits. Uh, yeah. Gamers are the worst. They yeah, are atrocious. Yeah, Even worse, the gaming journalists. <laughs> shout out to Phil Kohler <laughs> shout, out. shout out to the fallen comrades oh was Allison, Shout out to Allison Rapp oh I, Where did that she go? She disappeared Anyway um, uh, yeah. I'm gonna skip ahead to the fucking The bonfire guys <laughs> uh, well, Let's talk about Sandy stopping at the motel They, they hatch out a deal here Oh yeah I forgot about that video. He, he gives them that $100 down payment uh, Down payment for the Porn identity And the deal they work out is that They will give him the $500,000 In like Two weeks but the, the Thing is if Lance like puts out the money, puts out the uh, the movie online or anything, if it leaks, then he will owe them five million dollars. And like, right? So they had, yeah. Them. So they're securing the uh, the rights, the distribution rights. Yeah, they they even got like the masters and everything. So Sandy's gonna have a lot of Julie Cooper porn. Got to respect. Which is it. really interesting because does Lance own the rights to it? I doubt he owns the rights to it. He doesn't seem like a like. Like a, like he seems to understand that there a pornography was made, but like probably d- does not own a pornography company. Mm. Uh, he doesn't own uh, uh, browsers. Yeah. Well, you know, is Julie really stacked enough to be on browsers? Good point. But they have like widened their scope in the last four oh, or five years. Okay. Yeah. Do they do like the gang bus porn, gang bang bus, bang bus? Well, that's uh, no, Bang Bros. Do. No, they, uh-huh. they no. Uh, that would be the yeah the aforementioned Bang Bros. Uh, <laughs> not to be convinced with the Reality Kings. Got it. Yeah. That's the big the big three at this point. It's like well, there's um, like art porn too. Hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, I recently had to explain classy. the concept of an OnlyFans to my wife. I'm like, no, mm. it's more ethical. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 You're like, 
<laughs> you like jack it up to some random woman's OnlyFans. You're like, no, 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 babe, it's much more ethical. No, no, I'm supporting the local community. This is what I said. Uh, so we're at the bonfire. It's going to plan. These cheerleaders are leading cheers. Um, Alex shows up with two of the least intimidating. Like they look like like heroin guys from like a like a late aughts uh, alternative rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, they start threatening Ryan, and then Marissa's like. Why don't you guys just stop it? And the whole pep rally stops to look at um, this fight she's having with her soon-to-be former lesbian lover um, and her two ex-cons she brought to beat up her ex-boyfriend. Dude, that rules that she brought up brought this convicts there, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. She clarifies. She's like, only one of them has served time. It's good shit, pal. Uh <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, they break up. Marissa pretends to cry. Um, we knew well, this. They have, a, they have a heart to be riding the dick again. Yeah. yeah, they have a heart-to-heart. And they're like, oh, I guess we, we'll still be friends. Uh, uh, and then not. we never hear from Alex again. Is she done yeah. from the series after this? I would Is guess. Is right off? That's too bad. Um, and Alex goes and apologizes to Ryan. Because Seth was supposed to be working at the uh, bait shop again. Yeah, to get that, that advance on buying the, the yeah. sex boat. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. I, I was hoping uh, Alex would play for the other side a bit more. Uh, men. True. It's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, so e. here we are, back where we started. Marissa and Ryan. Gonna be pals again. Of course. Pals at fuck. They can't be friends, though. They never get... <laughs> they, they, we've gone over this multiple times in the series. They cannot be friends. <laughs> and we close on a giant bonfire of a horse on fire, which yeah, I feel like is foreshadowing. Or cap yeah. notes. Cool. <sighs> Hell yeah. Guys, we did it. We did three episodes. We did Somehow. it. Yeah, we did it two hours. And, and like, also with a lot of time for John to go on rants about pretty much nothing. So, like, we could easily do three. Like, like, we went on so many. This is still the episode, just so we were clear on that. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, so. Let's uh, pat ourselves on the back, give a little reach around. We're feeling good. A little reach around. Uh, So, I'm going to, Tyler, you're the only one with things to plug. So, let's. uh... (laughs) Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, check out Case Reopened. It's a Detective yeah, Conan Reopened. Rewatch podcast. Yeah, right. uh, how many episodes do you guys do in a single episode? Uh, two episodes typically. We, well, sometimes there's like one hour specials, so we just do mm. one episode. But we always cover like uh, 44 minutes of Conan content, content there. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, we do two uh, episodes. Uh, we just put up episode 92 of the podcast. We also have a Patreon. We're covering Yaiba Case Closed, which is the English dub of Detective Conan. Oh, no. And uh, we cover Magic Kaito, which is a spinoff with, uh, starring the Kaito Kid, called Th- Gentleman Thief. Uh, so, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Uh, I, have to act res- I have to act respectable and uh, proper there because my co-host's a woman. But uh, <laughs> I'm like Jenny, you know. But, uh... Uh, can you put out an episode of this out on the feed? <laughs> <laughs> just, just out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah they'd be like, I want listeners. Is hosting you know? this. 
But uh, anyway, but, look for uh, look for me and Tyler's Sega Saturn podcast on this feed at some point. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, we'll cover all the latest in Sega Saturn. Uh, Ginny, you got nothing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really got anything else. Anyway, so that's it. Goodbye from the bro C bitch. Hell yeah. Bye.